this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Glass, Fire, Fraud, and Fire, the Netflix documentary and Hulu documentary about the Fire Festival, The Upside, and The Masked Singer. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up, y'all? How's life? I got Crocs. How did it feel to be in Crocs' Instagram story? That was special. That's the closest to fame we've ever come. Yeah, you're probably... How many followers do Crocs have? Like 400,000, 300,000. That was fun. Are they really soft? They're not soft, honestly. I think I have, like, fallen arches because they kind of hurt. Because they're flat? No, they're supportive. Oh. So I think my feet are, like, relearning, but I love them. Your boots that you always wear, they don't have... No. And I know, like, obviously your Vans don't. No. I slipped at work in my Vans. Vans make her dance. That's all I ever think. (laughs) My Crocs have flames on them, which I think is why I particularly love them. Why didn't your Vans support you when you fell? Well, I was walking in the mud, so it was bound to happen. Yeah. I mean, you fell today, or this week, too. Yeah, but Converse, I mean, there's like, if you wear them for like two weeks, the bottom, I mean, literally, it's like slick as glass. At the Grove, I'm like, wink, 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 just skiing around, water skiing. But you fell in public. I fell in public, and someone laughed at me. Like, what's going on? We both are falling. The employee, the person that worked there laughed at you, right? But he apologized for laughing. I said, I have Did he, like, laugh out loud? Oh, yeah. He turned his head. He was laughing that hard. I mean, I fell to my knees in the rain. Were you holding anything? My dignity. Not a drink? No, it was before I got in. Actually, I didn't buy a drink there. Interesting. Because it wasn't AMC. Oh, yeah. I justify buying a drink at the AMC with, I'll get points. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Huh? I have $30 in points at the AMC. Why don't you spend it? I'm like, what do I, I keep thinking, like, how far will I get up in these? But then I'm like, can you do other things and buy concessions? Like what? Like tickets? Yeah. Mm, Maybe. I need to look into, what can I use these rewards? I mean, you get rewards for going to the movie. I mean, for, like, seeing free movies, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for it to get canceled or something. <laughs> anyway, how was your week? It was good. Anything? We had fun last night. We went to a birthday party. Went to my roommate slash your friend's birthday party. <laughs> um, that was fun. We went to see the Aretha thing. We did see Aretha we Franklin. We saw Celine, Patty, LaBelle, not LaPone. Mm-hmm. Um, SZA. SZA, Brandi Carlisle. Her. Her. Alicia Keys. Yolanda Adams. Common. B.B. Winans. Fantasia Barino. Jennifer Rob Hudson. Thomas. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. The only person who I didn't think did a good job was... SZA. SZA. Yeah, Everybody else sounded like professional musicians, yeah. and she sounded like she was singing karaoke like at somebody's house. Agree. Fully oh, wow. agree. Um, and then, of course, we got into a fight with uh, an attendee after, which was a lot of fun. I didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, you were in the backseat, which was the funniest part. I was unsettled. <laughs> I don't really like fighting. Like, I fought with that woman at work, too. I don't like fighting. You um, don't? No. You don't like to pick a fight? No, not really. It makes me, I don't, it makes me feel uneasy. With a stranger. Yeah. Yeah, Even with people I know. I don't like to fight with you. I mean, what was, I think, maybe even most embarrassing about the fight with the woman at the Aretha concert was that there were people around. Yeah. But I th- Patrick said they were laughing. And that she said disrespect, and then she disrespected us. Right. 
I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we, we've been watching too much Housewives. That's what I have to say about exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where are you at? Literally. Uh, we're just about to finish... The fourth season. Fourth season. We have to watch the... Uh, reunions. Yes. And now you're at the part where the reunions are three episodes. Exactly. Ugh, I mean, it's too much. Anyway. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about... Oh, wait. I want to say this. I haven't finished You. I'm watching that show, You, on Netflix. So is Patrick. He's closer to being done. Are you not done? I'm on the finale. He's on the finale. His full tissue up his nose. <laughs> um, but it is really good. No, you will not for you, but for the general public, it is very good. You would hate it. I keep having to remind myself when it's not very good because there are certainly moments. I'm like, this was on Lifetime. Like, let's not get it twisted. Oh, so it got picked up by Netflix. So it was on Lifetime. Yeah. They dumped it on Netflix mm-hmm. and it exploded. It was like, it had like 600,000 viewers. What do you mean they dumped it? Meaning it was canceled on Like Lifetime. it was already over, had aired. It wasn't supposed, to, it wasn't going to come back. And then they put it on on Netflix before Christmas. And like the week before Christmas, it had like 12 million views. So these are not new episodes. They've no, been aired. So it's already been aired. But then Netflix has now picked it up to come back on Netflix. Oh, interesting. It's had 40 million streams this season. I don't believe any of that. Yeah, I'm, I am weirded out by all of a sudden now Netflix is dumping numbers. With no evidence. Yeah. They're just saying, oh, Bird Box, we had 80 million but people watching. But you know, Nielsen release has been releasing Netflix numbers. So I, Netflix, feel like, I don't know. Yeah, it's all weird. Yeah, I don't believe it. And honestly, the thing with Netflix is you can tell when people are watching it when they're not. We are so plugged into the internet if something like Bird Box, obviously everybody in the world watched it because it literally was on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like everybody was talking about it. I still didn't watch it. But you know what I mean? Everybody did. Yeah. For real. Dumplin', a lot of people watch that. But then like Roma, I have heard zero people outside of our circle of friends even mention that that is on Netflix. Right. Also, I will say they did a lot better last time with Mudbound. Mm-hmm. Every time you went on Netflix, it was always on top and like always in Roma's like not advertised. It's yeah. like not featured in any way. You know, we're a Nelson household. I know that really hurts my They're feelings. Slang. And my mom is to shred a dollar for signing up. A physical What'd she dollar. do with it? I don't know. Probably bought Top Ramen or something. I know. Tell me what you did with your dollar. She probably bought Starbucks, put it in the tip jar, knowing her. <laughs> um, the first thing we're going to talk about is Glass. Glass stars Samuel L. Jackson, James McAvoy, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis's son from the original movie. Which is crazy. And he still looked like a supermodel. Yeah. I was like, how'd this work out? <laughs> um, Sarah Paulson, the Anna, girl from the first one. Anna Taylor-Joy. Anna Taylor-Joy. And... I don't know who Samuel Jackson's mother was. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her before. It is the third part in a trilogy of Unbreakable, Split, and now Glass. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Unbreakable, it I don't think that's a deal breaker. Split is the deal breaker. Split is the deal breaker. And honestly, this was more of a sequel to Split than anything. Yeah, of course. It was so interesting to me how uh, it's by M. Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. who was in it. Mm-hmm. And he was not good. I was like, your cameo is like two inches too long. Yeah, I mean, he's been in all of his movies. Yeah. That one, it was too long, though. Because when he started to, like, act, I was like, oh, no, no, no. See, the cuteness of Stan Lee is, like, he says one line, and then it cuts away. But people loved it in the audience. Yeah. People laughed. When my audience, nobody laughed at anything. Because there were, like, five people. 
Um, yeah. What did you think? I literally loved it. Did you love Split? I thought it was very good. Uh, see, I thought this had the exact same things I liked about it and didn't like about it about Split. Mm-hmm. Like, the end, it was really cool, but the end just was sort of like, okay. This, I thought the last, like, 30 minutes, I was like, all right. I think it got, it was serious for a bunch of time, and then yeah. it got a little playful, yeah. which I liked, though. Yeah, I did, too. The end, I had literal full goosebumps. Yeah, it, de- it definitely circled back, like, the last, like, five minutes. Exactly. Um, James McAvoy, there's moments where I kept thinking in the movie, had this role and character been in, like, a real movie, mm-hmm. this could have been, like, the movie he's remembered for for all time. Yeah. And maybe it will be. Who knows? That's true. But he is just so good in it. Uh, Except yeah, the I, Beast. When he was talking as the Beast, yeah, that there was were a couple... I was like, the point of this being cool is that we don't really see it. Yeah. Once you really see it, it's like, uh, what's the one with uh, the shaky camera? Cloverfield. Cloverfield. When you see the monster, it's sort of like, keep going. <laughs> or what's the one when they're in the caves? The design. And you know, see the little things crawling around. I was like, uh-uh, keep moving. <laughs> we don't want to see it. That's the whole fun. Um, but James McAvoy was fantastic. You know, I don't love Samuel L. Jackson. But I thought he was great in that. Here's the thing. He is not an actor. He's a movie star. Mm-hmm. And when the movies work, they work. When they don't, when he has to, like, act and, like, exist in a scene, that's when I start to be like, okay, you're not really an actor. You didn't laugh when he spun around in the wheelchair underneath no, the camera. No, he had some good moments. <laughs> that literally, I like, I literally almost, what, what did I almost choke on my drink? Something happened. Oh, he, like, slammed into the car. I literally yes. inhaled water <laughs> and choked for, like, five minutes. <laughs> I'm just, like, looking at me, like, can you shut up? <laughs> there were some, like, really Spooky funny parts. parts. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just also, I think the part of the problem is with it, uh, Unbreakable being so long. Have you seen Unbreakable? Yeah, I, I think a long time ago. Yeah, I saw it maybe in, like, 10th grade, mm-hmm. which was, like, 40 years ago at mm-hmm. this point. Did he have powers in that movie, Bruce Willis, or did they like spin it? Into they spin something? it a little bit. I don't really remember. He has powers. He has powers. Interesting. I don't really remember it. My friend Ben classified this as a scary movie. No. I would put it as split with scary suspense. Yeah, but it's not. A, it's not scary or a thriller, really. Yeah, superhero. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was very good. And obviously, they knew everybody in the world saw Split. That's true. A lot of people didn't see Unbreakable or can't remember it. So right. they paid a lot of service to Split. Yeah, that's true. But Sarah Paulson was great. Love And her. also, since she plays around with her hair so much, if she's going to stick to one, this is the one. Red. Because this looks like a good look. It actually matched her skin tone. She didn't look nuts like she did on American Horror Story when she doesn't have teeth. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. she looked good. Now, this might be digging too much into it, but we're like that, that secret team that she was i don't know if that's spoiling no no who cares but the kind of service that she was a part of was that in any of the other movies i don't remember i don't think so so. okay interesting if it was i don't remember okay okay i loved it yeah i also think the reason i didn't hate the last little bit is because the first like hour was really good Mm -hmm. they set it up in real world terms which Mm -hmm. i liked Mm -hmm. sort of like they tried to do in some of the uh marvel movies Mm mm-hmm is Captain Marvel supposed to be bad? I mean, it looks awful. It looks just like all of them to me. I guess I'm so like... I mean, the mohawk, like her floating in space, come on. Yeah, that's true. Come on. 
That's true. Are they going to reboot Ghost Rider? That would be great. I loved the first one. Remember Rebel Wilson was in it. Rebel Wilson's in Ghost Rider? She was like the person that was getting interviewed. Did they redo it already? Mm-hmm. Or make a sequel? Yeah. Sequel. With Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just wild to me. Okay, the next thing we're going to talk about is Fire Fraud and Fire. Fire Fraud is the Hulu documentary. Fire, spelled F-Y-R-E, is the Netflix documentary. About the Fire Festival that happened last year, the year before. I think 2017. It's this music festival that was supposed to, it was billed as like the new Coachella. I honestly didn't know that much about it until it was all over the news. Yes, agreed. Like I wasn't a part of the front end of it. I sort of remember people talking about it, but like I wasn't as into it. Exactly. Basically this man hires this whole world of people to create this music festival and this larger platform on top of that, but has nothing underneath it. Right, because the whole story, essentially, is that he built the festival to promote an An app. app. Which is genius. Exactly. At the the end of the thing, the end of the day, you can't deny that man does have some good thought in his head. Oh, yeah. He's constantly like He's just a scam artist. Exactly. He doesn't have the backup to do it. Also, he sets himself in unrealistic time frames. That's part of it. Exactly. The Fire Festival, in all theory, like thought could have happened and he said he wanted it to happen yeah it's not like he the whole scam was to get these people to show up and there not be anything yeah i think though the money started coming in he saw how much money was happening yeah and then again realized that there was literally no time to do any of it yeah why do are there two i don't know so the one on Hulu has the actual guy. Yeah. even though he's his interviews are so few and far between right it's like not based on that it deals a lot more with the guy who was sort of trying to expose them. And yeah. it deals with the guy from um, F. Jerry, yes. the Instagram thing that has the little cup squiggle. Yeah. They have a media company that, and this was like the first thing they were sponsoring. Exactly. So the guy who was actually involved is on the Hulu one. Yeah. The Netflix one has other people that were involved in the festival, but doesn't have the main guy and. Uh, they have people from F. Jerry, but not the ones who are like actually involved in the yeah. doing of it. Yeah, Other I honestly th- like that better. The Netflix one. I like the Netflix one better because I want to hear more about the workers who had to do it. Yes. Now that the woman at the end was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And Hulu had all like the journalists essentially that were covering. Yes, it, which I liked. It was an interesting perspective, but I like the Netflix one better. Like I told you last night, honestly, they should have just had both. They should have held hands and made one movie. Yeah. Um, where it's interesting is the F. Jerry team made the Netflix one, mm. so they sort of take less credit in the Netflix one, mm-hmm. whereas the Hulu one sort of tries to frame them in it also. Right. Um, it was. I mean, it's just wild. Again, I was talking to my friend Ben and Brooke about it yesterday at dinner. They know people who bought into it and went. Mm-hmm. If I had the money, I probably would have done the same. How much were like the cheap seats? Like $5,000. <laughs> it was like, that's what they said. It was like the top, top end of like the Coachella experience where you're camping in the tents yeah. and everything like that. I mean, $250,000 I mean? to like sleep on a yacht. Right. Who has $250,000? But people do. That's the, that's the craziness of all of it. And I understand if they're, again, like you said, like they had all these famous models yeah. posting about I mean, Kendall Jenner posted about it. Yeah. 
That's crazy. That, I mean, yeah. It is very interesting. The whole thing is, because, like, again, he the guy had very good ideas. Right. And they were executed somewhat well. Right. It's just the actual, like, festival wasn't I, executed well. I, I don't know what I would have done if I had gotten there. I probably would have thrown up. Oh, yeah. Especially the, like, them sitting in the airport where they were, like, chained in the mm-hmm, airport. Mm-hmm. The biggest takeaway of the whole thing to me is that only that guy is being blamed. Billy. Not Ja Rule. None of these other people. All the other people that were there, they were still there. They could have easily called the Someone, New York Times yeah. and said, this is not real. Tell people not to come. Right, right, right. They right. were all, like, I know, and they're all like, oh, yeah, we were so duped. I'm like, were you? When you were walking around, there were mattresses on the ground. You're, like, on concrete. Yeah, like, two weeks before the concert Were you not started? like, this isn't happening? And they're all like, we were starting, sort of starting to feel like this isn't going to happen. I was like, yeah, but you still went. <laughs> And you still were like, let's do it. Because they were thinking, well, maybe this mm-hmm. will work out. What's crazy is like Blink-182 pulled out like the day before. Yeah. But the rest of the artists, what were, where were they in this? Know. Yeah. This should have been a series, first of all. I could have done more. Oh, I would yeah. watch it again. It was a lot of fun. And Patrick and I are going to watch it tonight. Yeah. And I definitely recommend if you're going to watch one, watch both. Even though they sort of cover the same areas, yeah. they dif- they tell very different pieces of it. Like the Netflix one goes a lot more like the last couple of days. Yeah. Whereas the Hulu blazes through that. That's true. And they try to sort of talk about like social media and like right. all this other stuff. I was like, okay. Influencers. Yeah. Millennials. We get it. Millennials. Millennials. Yeah. Millennials. Are we millennials? Or I'm too old to be a millennial? I don't think you are. I think we are. I know, I'm sorry. Patrick's like a year younger than me. We all are. We all are? Yeah. What's a millennial, like, by definition? I think the year, the gap of time that we are born in. Like, the late 80s to late 90s? Or mid-90s? Remember when you tried to split us down the middle? I thought you were, like, Generation X or something. I, I get it all turned around. It's 1981 to 1996. 81? Yeah. You're a millennial? So, 86? So, like... Sean, 96, John, Sean Mendez isn't a millennial? Right. Hmm. That's, I think, when you get into, like, Generation X, Generation Z. Do you really want to come to Tori Kelly with me? Depends on how much it is. Yeah, I don't know. But her ticket last one was, like, $30. Would you pay $30? Uh, depends. Is it, like, an intimate setting? Or yeah, it's just acoustic. It's just her and a guitar. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I'm about to get my taxes, so... I still don't have a W-2, so. <laughs> okay, next we're going to talk about The Upside. The Upside stars Brian Cranston, Nicole Kidman, and Kevin Hart. It's about a man who is in a wheelchair, who, like, hires a caretaker. They call it something else. And Nicole Kidman's, like, his assistant. Brian Cranston's the man in the wheelchair. And Kevin Hart is the guy who comes up and is, like, the caretaker. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I did not want to see it. I, I have looked, not seen it. I thought it looked absolutely terrible. So corny. But it was the only thing that came out last weekend. And like five people that I actually trust said they liked it. Where did you go to see it? The one right here. Oh, it's playing here? Yeah, that's the only reason I went. I wouldn't have driven to the other one. Were we off? No. Oh. It was during the week. Oh. Okay. I texted you as soon as I got out. Oh, I don't remember. Yes, But you, you canceled do. Movie Pass, right? I canceled Movie Pass. Oh, okay, no wonder. Okay. Um. You yeah. loved it. I really liked it. It's definitely a little cheesy. It definitely has some... But I thought about it a lot afterwards, and to me, that's a sign of a, at least a somewhat really good movie. Did it look like it was shot on an iPhone? No. I know what you does. mean. The trailer is not good. 
But in, at the same time, it is. Yeah. Like, it does show the story, but it makes it seem very, like, fake. Yeah. But the movie was great. I thought, you know, I've told you many times, I don't dislike Kevin Hart as an actor. I just think he does really bad movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's funny. And mm-hmm. he is, like, even what was the horrible one we saw with Tiffany Haddish? Night School. Terrible movie. But he was fine. And he was great in Jumanji. Yes. I'm trying to think, and all I can think are bad ones. The one with Will Ferrell, where they were in prison. Oh. Like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, but, like, anyway, so he was in an actually okay movie. Nicole Kidman was fine. She wasn't in it that much. But Brian Cranston is always good. Yeah. It was good. I thought it was very sweet. And, yeah. Should we see it? I think you would like it. I think you could appreciate it for what it is. I told Alex, she said absolutely not. Maybe tomorrow will be a full day of movies, Patrick. Also, someone just screamed outside. Yes. People still say that. Um, <laughs> so, well, great. I'll be at work tomorrow. Wait, can I tell you the sitcom of my life? Patrick, did Adrian tell you this already? I didn't tell him. Next Sunday, I requested to open so that we can watch the SAG Awards. I'm closing. The following Sunday, which is the Super Bowl... I offered to close because nobody likes Super Bowl. I mean, nobody wants to work during the Super Bowl. I don't care about it, especially not Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. We have one more thing to say about that. Remind me. Um, and uh, also, it gives me leverage for the Oscars. I'm not closing. I'm scheduled like to open. So the day I don't care about, for no reason, I'm scheduled to open. You can The day switch. I request it, I'm going to try to switch around. The day I requested, which is also a day that no one's requested off. There's no large reasoning behind it. I'm closing. Like, it's literally a joke. Patrick, do you work? What? Next Sunday. It's the SAG Awards. Anyway, also what I want to say about the Super Bowl is they did all this stuff for Travis Scott because he's going to sing with Maroon 5. Name a Travis Scott song. I can't. Like, who is he that they are making such a deal out of him? I've lost it. He's Kylie Jenner's husband. Yeah. Are they married? Or man. Who cares? Maroon 5 alone is enough. And Big Boy, that's like booking us. Uh, like, who cares about <laughs> Big Boy? Or Travis Scott. Maybe I've missed the boat. I can't name a song. No, but Does he, he sing Goosebumps? The, I don't know. Patrick? He had that album just come out, though. And? Astro World. It ain't yeah. number one on iTunes. Uh, Star is Born is. Everybody sit down. Doesn't he have that, like, sicko mode song? I don't know. Um, okay, finally we're going to talk about The Masked Singer. Say masked. Masked. We won't talk about it for long. I just think it's bizarre. Have you seen any of it? No, and I refuse. First of all, are you excited for Celebrity Big Brother? Yeah, I don't know that I'll watch it. It starts tomorrow. It comes on every day but Saturday. <laughs> That's a lot of TV. That's too much. That but is it will too be much. the CBS app. Did y'all watch RuPaul? No. Watch that before you watch the fire thing. It's so fun. They all just they just lip sync the entire episode, basically. Why? Because that's what it is. It's all the people that come back, and then they cut them off one by one again. In one episode? Yeah. They So, like, the first, like, 30 minutes are the part that y'all fast-forward through where they're, like, pretending to do their makeup and talk about their feelings. And then, basically, they just do lip sync, lip sync, lip sync, lip sync, and then it's over. To cut it to how many people? Well, they bring back all the people that mm-hmm. have been cut, mm-hmm. and they get rid of them one by one. To how many people, though? I don't want to tell you. Just watch the episode. Like four, three, two, one. No, it's more than that. Because they obviously have more episodes. Also, you can tell how, like, 
other shows in the past, you can tell they have good ratings and VH1 is like, let's milk this as much as we can because they didn't get rid of anybody last week. Mm-hmm. They brought back people this week and they have like an extra person at the end of it. So I'm like, y'all just have endless time. They're <laughs> like, it takes me weeks as you want. Anyway, RuPaul was fun. The Masked Singer is a show from... South Korea. Where celebrities, in quotes, put ma- put these like huge mascot like costumes on mm-hmm. and sing popular songs. They have a panel of judges that are completely pointless. Jenny McCarthy, the guy from Dr. Ken and The Hangover and Crazy Rotations. Ken Jong, yeah. I almost said Josh Duhamel, but it's not him. Nicole Scherzinger. Robin Thicke and Nicole Scherzinger, who I actually have a soft place in my heart for her mm-hmm. because of the Puss Cat I want to have boobies. That was such a bop. <laughs> I mean, they really did have some good songs. You don't agree? Stick with you. Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Buttons. Anyway, they sit around and guess, and they're like, oh my gosh, is it Lady Gaga? Like, Lady Gaga would be on The Masked Singer on Fox. What if? Like, on a Tuesday. So anyway, they, I was telling you last night, what I love about it is they're like, watch your favorites, like which of your favorite celebrities behind the mask? And it's been Terry Bradshaw, mm-hmm. one of the Cheech and Chong guys. Mm-hmm. I don't remember and I don't want to be mean. Mm-hmm. And then the first guy was like some football player. And they were all like, whoa, never heard of him in my life. Rachel last night was bickering at me. I still don't think the people are there. I think they pre they they go into a studio, they record their song, and they have like a person stand up there and dance around in the suit. They don't ever take it off. They don't talk in their real voice. They don't interact in oh, like yeah, a real way. Totally. Why would those celebrities waste their time? Right. She said Tori. She thinks it's Tori Spelling, like all these people who are not necessarily A list stars yeah. and easily have the time to. Um, do it, but like, I mean, Terry Bradshaw, no shade, but like, what's he doing on a weekday? Right. I mean, covering football. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, Gladys Knight is doing the national anthem. At the Super Bowl? Gladys Knight and the Poops. <laughs> um, she's amazing. But anyway, I think they just do it all in one day, and then they, once a week, they have a celebrity show up, they take their mask off, yeah. and they're like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. No thanks. It is such a mess, but it is kind of fun. You really only need to watch the last 45 seconds, because that's when they show the celebrities. I don't need to hear people robotically saying Wrecking Ball, like in a suit, but it is wild. Like, how that ever got on television... I'll never understand. They just take a bet and see if it pays off? Literally. I mean, the four. Oh, Fox yeah. is like, we just need something. Something yep. to get people going. Okay, our question of the week comes from Elijah. He says, spelled it with a J, like biblically. What do you mean? You know Elijah in the Bible? How else is there to spell Elijah? <clears throat> well, people say Elisha. I know an Elisha also. What? I think there is an Elisha in the Bible also. I'll let you know. Um, He said, is Ariana overrated or just overplayed? I don't think she's overplayed. I don't listen to, and I don't mean to say this in like a cool way. No, but we don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to the radio like that. Alana on the XM, they do play her a lot. So I believe it. I think that, first of all, when Ariana's, like, good, mm-hmm. she's better than anybody. Yeah. Like, Thank You, Next is a bop. I don't care. Even, like, even if you don't like her, you cannot deny that's a catchy song. Mm-hmm. The one that came out on Friday... Terrible. ...is not good. This, like, her talking through the chorus thing, we played the song at work where she talks through the chorus, the one with uh, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. 
Like, those songs suck. Yeah. But it she's so capable of making, like, bops. I don't think she's overrated. I just can't believe, like, Patrick and I were talking about it today in the car. Sweetener came and went. I mean, she's already pushing another CD. Right. That CD just came out literally like a month. Like So was this ago. song that just came out not from Sweetener? No. Weird. She's had three songs that are just like floating. I mean, you think when what do you... And she's also gotten to that place now where like... Thank you, Next wasn't on Sweetener? No. Because she was still with Pete Davidson. Dang. But you, she's now in that place with like Beyonce where like no matter what they put out, yeah. there's going to be an initial push of like... My, I don't have a wig, like, yeah. my whole life is upside down, <laughs> right. snatched for the gods, like, you know what I mean? It's like, people are going to say whatever because Ariana Grande put out a song. Right. But, at the end of the day, who's saying no tears left to cry after the first, like, week, other than right, me? Right, 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 right. These songs have not breathed in. That came That's a went. good song. Yeah. I'm about to sneeze, or I feel fine. it, but I don't, maybe it went away. Um... But I mean, let's be real. When, like I said, when Ariana, when Break Free comes on, I mean, Patrick That's literally the song levitates. Of the decade. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, when she sings that Coachella, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see y'all. They're gonna have a wide view, and yards gonna be floating yeah, above the crowd like balloons. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, have you watched the Star Is Born special features yet? A little bit. Did you watch the one where they're singing at the piano? Her and Bradley Cooper. No. And she has like a mullet on. No. I was like, where did you get this wig? What bag did this come out of? <laughs> um, and oh, I was like, Bradley, I hope you don't sound like this at the Oscars. Wasn't good. No, but in the rest of it, he did sound pretty good. They only have one re- or two real like deleted scenes. Yeah. They didn't give me all I wanted. But I mean. What so was? them singing at the piano was a deleted scene or like a special No, it's, a li- it's like part of. They show them singing at the piano and they show where it was in the movie. Got it. It's like one, some weird clip where they're like on a bus singing. Can't wait. And then she sings something in her wedding dress. I mean, I was in chills. But they don't do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that used to be the thing though when you got DVDs and you would watch the deleted scenes. I never did. I just watched special features. I remember watching the special features of Cloverfield like 5,000 times. Oh, yeah. And War of the Worlds. That movie is so good. <laughs> they should make a sequel to that. I would die. Yeah, two um, Mission Impossible movies. Can you believe So he's going to end after that. That yeah. would be my thought. Yeah. They fade a lot of those. I, like, this will be the seventh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're all good. Um, thank you so much for your question. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. 21 by Grace and Chance. I feel electric when we hit the highway. Go to the city, spend some money and play. I got somebody and I want them calling my name. Life is so hectic and I need to relax My friends, they tell me that I need to cut back But I live in the moment Burn sleeves and cigarette ash Losing all summer cheap drinks, fast toys Take another fall for a pretty boy Puts a spell on me, puts a spell on me Fucks me all up, puts a hex on me Dancing all night, ripped jeans, red eyes Take another hit, tryna be a cool guy If it's well on me, you fit well on me Fuck me all up, put your hands on me 
One more bottle, have some fun We only got one year to be Grace and Chance was a discovery for Ellen. He sang paparazzi when he was like seven years old at his like school talent show. And now here he is. Not really famous. How many followers does he have? Like maybe I want to say like four to six hundred thousand. I mean, the thing is, is that like he's an attractive boy in his 20s. Yeah. If he had the right marketing team, he mm-hmm. could be famous forever. Yeah. Those people, like, what's the one, the little boy from American Idol who's in that little boy band? Yeah. Name a song of theirs. We know it. Eight Letters. Yeah. Because you yeah. listen to it. But, like, they don't haven't played them ever on the radio. They have a huge career just yeah. because, like, the internet. That band that was playing at Century City had a, a huge crowd. I knew every single word. Okay. They're, I think they're Jesus music. Really? I think I might be wrong. Lovely the band. Never heard of them. I'm gonna have to Google. I've definitely heard of them though. When you said that, I was like, oh, them. Um, my song of the week is Sound of an Orchestra by Mika. You lower your hand, clarinet will play. Raise it back up, and it flies away. When you smile, violins will soar. When you move your legs, timpani will roar. I can hear it, I can hear it, I can hear it, I swear. All the music you provoking, filling up the air. It's getting loud. This is the sound of an orchestra. I can hear it playing everywhere that you are. There is a sound for everything you do. This is the sound of my love for you. Listen to the sound of my love for you. New? Yeah. He hasn't had a song in a long time. How fun. Is it as good as Grace Kelly? Absolutely not. I mean, that song was so good. I used to have that on a burnt CD I listened to in my trap. <laughs> you know the CD I had burned was um, Justin Timberlake, Future Sex Love Sounds. Oh, that CD is good. Yeah. Isn't it weird that he had a CD and just like it went away? Isn't that wild? I mean, that's nuts. This week you are looking forward to... What's on Tuesday? Celebrity Big Brother on Monday. What? The morning. Oscar nominations. Oh my gosh. I didn't even write that down. Are you disgraced? Disgraced. Are we going to see Cold War? I mean, if it's nominated, yeah. Even if it's not, don't you want to see it? If it's playing at like Arclight, which you probably will. Oh, it is, I think, already. Yeah, I still have my gift card. Me too. Gift card. I only used one ticket so far. Oh, great. Have you used any? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and uh, also Kelly's on Saturday. Really? Uh, yes. Are there still nosebleed tickets? Oh, you can get tickets for like $30 on StubHub. Y'all want to go see Kelly, Patrick? <laughs> You had a great time last time, and I don't even want to see. Patrick was singing louder than I was. If if we can find tickets for like ten bucks on StubHub, ten bucks, <laughs> give her some credit. She's Kelly. I get paid, so yeah. Uh, Adrian gets his taxes back. Y'all could buy front row seats, full price. Uh, y'all could go to Fire Festival. Now, here's the thing about the whole Fire Festival thing: they should bring it back. They said they wanted to. Use the buzz. Obviously not with him Mm -hmm. and not with Ja Rule. But like F Jerry. Mm -hmm. It's so stupid saying F. Just say it. No, I'm I'm not going to curse on this podcast. Or off. It's not like I get off and I'm like, oh, F it. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine? 
But they like they should do it. That would be so smart. They should have those t-shirts online. Yeah. They stole them from customs. <laughs> That's wild. I was in chills the whole time. And finally, your goober of the week. I didn't write anything. Yeah, I don't think I have one. I mean, I have so many. It's like a Ja Rule is the goober of the week. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that he hasn't come out. To say anything? To, like, say... Maybe he has, and I just haven't. I was looking up all those people during the movie, though. But that bit, I think, in the Hulu one, where Dave Chappelle talked about Ja Rule, like, who is sitting around thinking, like, I need to talk to Ja Rule, is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And so true. Maybe that is a good goober. Ja Rule... Why would you ever want to associate yourself with him? In yeah. a business sense. I don't know. It didn't make sense. Also, that article you sent me about Chrisette Michelle. Yeah. I literally was in tears reading it. That makes me sad. Ruined her career by doing the inauguration. And she didn't Trump. really have a career. I, you know what I mean? That, I mean, she did for sure, but she really had some good songs and can really sing. Maybe she'll have a comeback. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of let's chat with curry terrell the podcast if you like what you heard and we know you did hit the subscribe button want more watch our videos at youtube.com slash c slash curry terrell follow us on instagram at curry terrell and at adrian j gomez follow us on twitter at curry terrell and at yo adrian j gomez and like us on facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with curry have a question for us Email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.